0: Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Hello. Welcome into the Guilty as Charged podcast. Today we're talking about how the Chargers compare to the rest of the AFC West just purely when it comes to draft position versus consensus board i'm not here to talk about whether that's a fit the grade of the player the context all of that i'm just looking at consensus board versus draft selection now i did do a video for this already comparing the chargers to the ravens actually because the ravens i think just off the top of my head they feel like they're one of the more favored teams in the media when it comes to draft value and having very good drafts at least recently so i compared them to the ravens already that's a members only video i went through all the chargers picks and just you know plucked out notable reaches notable steals that sort of thing so a more chargers specific in-depth one and a comparison to the ravens that was a members only video a patreon only video that's not going public anytime soon if at all today we're talking about the afc west i didn't want to do this i really didn't i didn't even think i was going to do this but I, I finished up the ravens versus chargers video i went to bed about to go to sleep and then someone messaged me and said well i like that video but how are they compared to the rest of the afc west uh of course i get out of bed <laughs> get on my computer and i start going to work on this it did take a bit so i figured i'd share it i was going to make it a members only video but i think there's enough work in here where it is i feel like it's worth sharing with anybody who's curious so the other thing we talked about in that video, it's context. Everything, Context, weighted rounds, why this, why that, every year, why did someone fall, all that. We talked about the limitations of what I'm about to show you here. There's plenty of limitations. I just trust that if you have not seen that video, or even if you have, I trust that you, the audience, understand that there are limitations to this. I'm not saying, oh my God, what a terrible pick. I'm just looking at consensus board versus where they were selected. So I trust that you guys understand that. Let's get into it. So. I'm not going to go round by round by round by round, but I just want to show that I did put every player since 2016 into this Google sheet for all four AFC West teams. Now, it only the consensus board only goes as far back as 2016, so unfortunately, I couldn't go back to you know the Craig Mager pick or DJ Fluker or whatever. I couldn't go that far back for the Chargers, but honestly, <laughs> I don't think I would do this whole video as far back as 2013 anyway. So you do get as far back as 2016. And again, you know, Telesco hasn't been going against the same GMs since 2016. He hasn't even had the same coaches since 2016. So there's a lot of, again, context missing and whatnot. We're just looking at the numbers here. So what I did for each round, I'd put every player, their draft pick, their consensus ranking, and they just find the difference between their consensus ranking and the draft pick. If it's more positive, it's more of a reach. If it's more negative, if at all. Then it's more of a steal. So that's just how I'm comparing these average difference between every player in each round. I'm not comparing the first round to the sixth and seventh round. Just everyone in the first round, everyone in the second round, and so on. So there's 200 something players. I did round one, round two, round three, rounds four to five as a cluster, and round six to seven as a cluster. I figured round six to seven, rounds four to five, is just kind of like a early day three, late day three sort of thing. I just think separating six and seven eh, it's kind of the same range at that point it's all a bunch of special teams guys traits guys or whatever so that's how i separated them round one round two round three four and five together six and seven together if you're watching this and you want to know what the colors mean on our grade sheet when we did draft prospect grades yellow was a first round grade blue was a second round grade green was a third round grade orange was a fourth round grade so it's just for me to you know kind of work off and remember which which team was in first, second, third, or fourth. Obviously, they're not grades. It's just a ranking. So what I'm about to show you, like I said, is very uh, limited. <laughs> uh, I'm not a statistician. I'm not Arjun by any means. I just wanted to throw up a graph just so you guys have something to look at. And just so you have something to work off of. And so we can talk about it. So pardon me for not being the best stats guy. Again, if you want me to culture human stem cells, I'm all for it. The stats and the graph stuff, leave that to some other nerd like Arjun. So here's how it stacks up for the Chargers. The Chargers are in blue, Chiefs in a reddish, Raiders in black, or orange. Broncos in an orangish color. That's the best we got. We'll work with it as is. Uh, so on the left, the Y-axis is just your average difference. I kind of already talked about that. So the higher the bar, the more positive the number, the bigger the average reach The smaller the bar, the more closer you are to being more of a steal or proper value, I guess. Again, there's no weight to these. Maybe everyone below 50 is fantastic value. I have no idea. Each round is obviously very different. There's a much bigger range of outcomes in round six or seven, or at least it should be, than round one. That said, let's get into it. Where do you want to start? Let's go with the Raiders first. The Raiders are an awful team early on. They're like the Chargers, Chiefs, and Broncos. Their picks all fall between 3.25 and negative one, so a range of about four on the consensus board. So they take a player within about four on average. The Raiders, a whopping 20. We're talking some early reaches. Let me find some big culprits here. Uh, Carl Joseph taking 65 spots earlier, Damon Arnett. 34 spots. Cleveland Farrell only 11. I was a little surprised actually. I thought that was a more perceived huge reach, but I guess not. Anyways, the Ravens, or excuse me, the Raiders in round one, by far the worst team. In round two, the Raiders by far are the worst team. Early on, they are not good. And I don't know if that's a, you know, ownership thing. Like the way it pans out, because the Raiders are a very good team after this but it's almost like the owner or Gruden or something picks these players early. And then the GM and the scouts handle the rest because round one, they are by far the worst team round two, by far the worst team. After that, the Raiders are second place in rounds three rounds, four to five and rounds six to seven. They get very, they, they hold on to very good value. They don't reach every, every other round after Maybe they do, but compared to the rest of the AFC West, they don't reach as much or they find better value than almost every other team the rest of the draft. For whatever reason, rounds one, rounds two, massive reaches. I don't know why. Uh, Let's go with the Broncos next. The Broncos are the only team to not have a last place finish. However, they don't have any, they have one first place finish, but they don't have any last place finishes. So that's good. Uh, Not bad. Not bad from the Broncos. Uh, Round one is the only round that they have the edge in. It's the round that they actually, based on the consensus, they get more of a steal with negative one, actually. So that's pretty good. There's actually only two uh, rounds for all AFC West teams where there is a negative value. One of them actually is the Chargers. So the Broncos aren't bad. They're just kind of a right-in-the-middle team. They have three third-place finishes and one first place, one second place. So they're fine they're fine. In round 1 though they do get some pretty solid players. They do get pretty good value overall. Um but I guess when you're drafting like top 10, you know like Sartan at 9, Bradley Chubb at 5, you're, you're you're not really finding any surprises there. So that's that. Then we'll go to the Chiefs. The Chiefs have one first place finish, one very notable first place finish in round 3. Uh it's notable because the Chargers are the opposite. <laughs> Uh, but the Chiefs do drop really well in round three. I think that's your Chris Jones round. Let's actually look at it. So the Chiefs, that is your... Oh, Kareem Hunt, Derek Naughty, Dorian O'Donnell, Kalen Saunders, Lucas Niang, Leo Chanel. Leo Chanel really <laughs> helped them out here quite a bit. I don't know who Keyvere Russell is. It's been a while since I've even heard half of these names. But he was a huge reach for them in round three. But Guys like Leo Chennault, Lucas Niang does really good value for them. So that really helped them out here. So not bad. So they're the best round three team, but they also have two last place finishes in rounds four, five, and then round six and seven. So day three, they're not great in terms of reaching or they're, yeah in terms of reaching. They're not great. more significant reaches. Okay, so the Chargers. The Chargers overall, if you're just tallying up who wins the most, it's the Chargers. The Chargers do have an edge in terms of draft value, average difference in round two, rounds four to five, and round six to seven. So round two, round two makes sense. I feel like that's your Nasir Adderley. That's your Asante Samuel Jr. A lot of good value there for the Chargers. It's kind of just always been that way for them. I feel like they always find a way to get a nice little steal or some good value in round two. In round one, they have a second place finish. And again, Telesco very much stays with like one of the reasons Trevor Penning was an option at 17 is because he fall. He fell right in between that range of where Telesco usually drafts. I mean, if you look at round one, it's pretty close. Like the difference is six or nine in either direction. You know, the Raiders 65, you know, you look at some other like the Chiefs, there's 13, 14. So the Chargers stay very much so within those single digits. So a lot of good, a lot of solid value there. It's, it's always players right within a certain range, which again, like this is a flawed set of stats and whatnot, but that is worth keeping an eye on moving forward. They're not going to take someone who's ranked 30th. It, they might get someone who falls to them, right? That's, that's their biggest uh, difference was Derwin James, but they're never really going to reach for someone who's 10 spots out. So if the Chargers are picking at 25 next year, you got to find someone who's within like a nice single digit range For them to take. If you're looking at something in the 40s, it's probably not going to happen based on Telesco's history, which is a good thing. In the second round, they do get the best value. We talked about that. Holy Lord, the third round. (laughs) I don't know what happens. Again, look, it's not a judgment of the players. There's no context, whatever. But just comparing them, man, the Chargers reach. And the funny thing is, this was the most consistent round for the other three AFC West teams if you're just looking at them comparing to each other right chiefs 26.1 raiders 27.6 broncos 28.8 chargers 96.6 <laughs> i mean it is by far the biggest reach round of any team in the AFC West it's huge it's 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 so significantly more than everybody else and look you can see like everybody falls within this in the AFC West at least 26 27 28 range chargers Now, why they make this reach again, whole context thing. What is JT Woods a reach in round three? Probably, but why did they make that reach? That's a whole different conversation. I'm just looking at consensus board here, but that's pretty notable. Otherwise, though, Telesco best value rounds four to five, best value round six to seven. No truly, or at least hmm, they have some, they do have one. Their biggest reach of any draft round is in round seven. But overall, not bad. Telesco is the best, or the Chargers, I should say, are the best value drafters in round two, rounds four to five, and round six to seven. And they're second place in round one. And it's very, very close. It's very, very close. If round three got a little more figured out, this is the best drafting team in the AFC West. I think it is anyway, but that round three is is quite a bit it's 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 a lot to take in. ninety six point six being the average reach is ridiculous. But still, not bad, Telesco. Not bad. I think you know we look at our individual teams and we think of, oh my gosh, that was a reach. Oh, here goes Telesco again. Oh, here goes this or that. But it's cool to look at this overall to see, well, you know, we know about the chargers and we know kind of where these picks should be going. But what about the rest of the AFC West? How do they compare to those teams? Is, is Telesco a bad drafter? Like we just, we look at it, oh, it's a Telesco. This blah, that? and maybe he's a bad drafter. But compared to the AFC West, it could be worse. And honestly, I think the Chargers have a case for being the best value-drafting team. Now, whether they develop or whether they succeed or, whatever, whether they even fit the team is a whole different story. But just in terms of value, I do think the Chargers are the best value drafting team, which is cool. That's really cool. Other than one glaring notable exception, the Chargers are first place in three of the five. One of them being the second round, and two being day three is really cool, right? So, some good early value, some good late value. One glaring ridiculous third round thing, but very very solid for the Chargers. I'm actually really impressed. It's cool to look at this. I don't know if you guys find this as interesting as I do, but I know this hasn't really been specifically looked at for the Chargers. I think many people will look at JT Woods or whoever. Ah, ah, awful, terrible. Telesco is terrible, and maybe he is. (laughs) But let's compare it to other teams. And I think this is really shows you that while there are certain problems with Telesco (laughs) round three, it could be worse. And honestly, in terms of just value drafting, we should be lucky.